Hello again and welcome to Sonoma Parenting 101. I'm Barbara Pappas, your host for today. Today the topic is more than kindergarten. And what I would like to talk about is the three years of primary Montessori education, especially focusing on that third year, which sometimes gets compared to the kindergarten year, which is very understandable. So just to outline a little bit about kindergarten and kindergarten expectations by the school districts, at the end of the kindergarten year. So there is a good amount of students that have their first experience of separation and saying goodbye, either with beginning kindergarten or some might have had a transitional kindergarten. But a student who has been at a Montessori school for a while might be within a group of children who do not have that social-emotional development. And then it is very much about reading and writing, counting to 20 and then all the way up to 100, linear counting. It is about shapes and colors, simple patterns, simple sequence cards of stories that contain a beginning, the middle, and an end of a story. And at the end of this kindergarten year, there is that expectation of um, now we want the student to perform in, uh, with certain standards and uh, we can test it. So this public kindergarten school year is pretty much teacher-oriented to look for results. And I want to use that to lead into the three years of primary Montessori education. So the children are three to five going on six years old. And many families are very aware of that. So the students start at the first year. Having a curriculum for three years automatically gives a child three times the time to have practice, to repeat, and to simply be exposed to many, many concepts. I often like to compare the three years to the cycle of a farmer. In the beginning, the farmer plants a seed and a little seedling grows. In the second year, there is a lot of care for that small plant to grow into a strong healthy plant and the third year is all about harvest. So this curriculum is designed for those three years not one year like kindergarten year and it is filled with concrete experiences. Whether it is language or math or any other category or subject matter it is not about memorizing facts. Memorization often is shallow. Sometimes I meet students or families are very proud. They say, my child can sing the ABC song or my child can count to 20 and maybe they are two, two and a half years old. 
that right away tells me that that repeatedly physical experience of understanding an increase of quantities, what that really means, how much more is 9 than 2 or 15 than 10, that is very different from just memorizing facts. And the Montessori classroom is set up with many, many materials in different subjects and categories that shows a prepared environment for these concrete experiences, not to have once or twice or five times, but repeatedly over those three years at different levels. Or the difference between memorizing ABC or the ABC song versus a student really feeling and following the shape of each letter and then gradually growing the awareness and having the experience that these different letters make up words and we speak these words and that is our language, in this case English. So the primary Montessori education is not centered on the teacher. We do not give the message, look at me, pay attention to me, because I am the source of your future knowledge. This is a very important difference to recognize that we are just the opposite. We prepare the environment for children to have concrete experiences and then we step back. The teacher steps back, we observe, we guide, we assess, we evaluate, we help. But the child hardly ever has the experience that that person over there, the teacher, I need to pay attention to him or her because that is my source of any information that I want to get. I also sometimes like to compare the three primary years of Montessori to as adults, to start a job, to go to work. We often start or have to start at an entry level and we look for growth as a professional. We look for improvement and we want to develop within our career and we want to develop our career. And of course we seek out leadership. We want to climb up the ladder and that leadership is not available to us at the first year or even the second year of our professional career. So we need to give it time. And it is the very same thing with this primary Montessori education. We need to give it time and we need to trust. So in the first year for this child, everything is new. Everything is for the first time. And at that age, late, late twos, early threes, it is still very much about me and myself and it is about them finding their place in the group. They're learning the routine. They're learning about all the transitions and how to transition. They practice impulse control. They have to wait for a turn. Sometimes they don't get a turn. They have all sorts of 
social emotional experiences. Sometimes there are the line leader and sometimes they're the caboose. Sometimes they are somewhere shoveled in the middle of the line. And they learn a lot of following directions and instructions. And while all this happens, they live in this Montessori class environment. The second year is a very new experience. The child can say, I'm not the new kid on the block any longer. I'm ready for more advanced and challenging activities for new levels of the Montessori materials. And the child has more endurance. They have a higher skill set that grows over the year. They take more risks on the playground, for example. And they're having friends. Friends are very important. Who do I sit next to? And who do I have a play date with? And children take and occupy sometimes a very strong place now within that social group. And these first two years lead to a love of learning because it is not teacher-oriented, it is a prepared environment. They own the classroom. They say, I live here. This is for me. This is mine. I teach it myself. And with that comes a very different sense of self and a very different uh, self-esteem. I want to real quick go back to the example of the farmer. When we plant a seed, we have a little seedling and then we have a full-grown plant. It is a decision every parent needs to make to allow harvest. And that is what that third year is. Do we allow harvest for my child to experience? The third year is tremendous. Every time when the cycle comes around, um, I'll talk about that a little bit in a minute. Do we allow for this third year of harvest for my child to be the leader, to be the role model? Or do I rip the plant out? Do I transplant it? And we can compare it a little bit to a garden that has just annual plants or some biannual plants but not perennials, not a long growth with deep roots garden. And again, it is a decision that needs intent and information, education, and that's part of the reason for these podcasts, so that parents can make that conscious decision. This is why I want my child to have these three years of primary Montessori class experience. And also what happens during these first two years is that families experience a lot of up and downs. Life throws curveballs and lots of difficulties at families and parents. Uh, we have a lot of conferences. The child goes through ups and downs. And together we guide the child through these two years. Uh, this is to be expected. This is not to be avoided. These two years are the process before we can have mastery. It is very important that we are advocates to allow process, we allow repetition, and we allow practice 
before mastery comes on its own. And that is what happens in the third year. The child now is the leader. They're the oldest. They're the role model. They teach younger students a lot of things. They also help, and they help teachers too. They take often a role on as a TA, teacher's assistant. And I, as a teacher, um, make that very clear within the group that whoever the students are, that is their privilege and it's their responsibility and also their expectation and they thrive with it. They love that relationship to finally have arrived to be the gracious decision makers because now they finally are in the position of, hmm, I can compromise, I can let you have a turn, I can let you make a decision because finally I have the power and during the first two years we build in a lot of grace and courtesy. So all that, the color that takes on in that third year depends on the temperament and character of the child. But sometime between February and May, early late spring of that third year the magic really happens it's like the puzzle pieces all come together they touch and then they neatly fit perfectly and make this this wonderful display of what it means when there is a Montessori curriculum and there is a girl or a boy and the two come together and it comes alive in that human being. That is the most important and exciting time for me to sit back and watch and observe. And some of you listen to this and you know the emails that I have written in regards to these, um, witnessing these wonderful times where I see the children shine and I feel like my work is done. We have done it together and it is, as an educator and advocate for children, it is the most fulfilling experience to have. So what does the child show us? Socially, emotionally, they are happy, they are joyous, they are ready, they're excited, they are bigger than life, their self-esteem is off the roof. They're also willing to compromise because they can. They can be gracious and they can be forgiving and they're funny and assertive and they're proud. They're very sure of themselves. They're ready. Every morning they are ready and um, they're funny. We laugh a lot. We have a very good time and they know that they really matter and that they make a difference and they can add and contribute to this group. I believe this is the third time that I talk about normalization to become a contributing member of our community. And so much of that contribution in a masterful way happens in that third year of Montessori primary education. But there's one more important fact. It's almost like uh, I saved the best for last. And that is the cultural subjects in our classroom. 
we group the botany, zoology, geography, music, history, science, and the cultural subjects. I've never seen any public school having that at this young age. And there are so many materials that the children have at their fingertips every day. They literally fill a good-sized living room. And these cultural subjects are not necessarily for us to teach, but for the child to discover these subjects, they awaken and stir interest and curiosity in the student. Children love gardens. They love animals. They love the beach and the mountains and lakes and rivers. They love to travel. And these cultural subjects, whether it's botany or zoology or geography, the child begins to find answers for these deep human questions that all of us have. Who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? What is my mission in life? Where do I belong? The cultural subjects connect all the other academic areas in the classroom and in the course of the three years, the children are aware of themselves living in Petaluma, in the state of California, in the United States of America, on the continent of North America, on our one planet Earth. And the students who have lived this three-year primary Montessori curriculum have found an experience that there are people, human beings, on all different continents. They live, they eat, they dress, they move around, and many of them do it very, very differently from us here in Petaluma. But at the same time, we all do it. And that makes us one human race, one humanity, and very human. And for children, when they are five, six years old, to have had three years of this repeated exposure on different levels of early childhood education, it is a gift we give to children that is needed today, that is very timely, that is very age-appropriate, and it leads to much, much happiness in the future. So thanks again for listening on More Than Kindergarten, and I hope you enjoy it. Keep loving your children.